Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Did you know we have a golden hour drip email list? Every Friday, I send a bonus episode out. If you want access to this exclusive bonus episode, head to the show notes for instant access to all the fast Fridays. This email list will give you additional early access to all the new exciting things happening in the GHD community. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Golden Hour Drip Podcast. I am your host, Logan Lee Miller. Today's episode is all about community. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, But first, it is April. Holy crap. It is crazy. Like, I I know this always happens to me. Every single season, I go through wintertime. I'm done with it. I'm over it. I, I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. I love all those things. I think winter is really good for just like settling in and (laughs) reflection um, and also to be restful inside. But I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for summer. I am just fully embracing every single part of it. And this weekend was seriously cozy. Like it was warm outside. It was like those my favorite, um, one of my favorite feelings is like, if you think about a cat or a dog, um, like sleeping in the sunlight, like that cozy vibe where they are just basking in the sunlight and you can see like desk particles, like floating around the little kitty or the, the dog. That's seriously what I felt like doing. I wanted to be outside. I wanted to be basking in the sun, soaking up the rays. I think it's one, it's really good for your, um, mental health (laughs) to be outside, to be breathing in the fresh air, to have the sunlight. Those are some of my favorite things. And I also am ready to plant my garden and plant flowers and I'm just ready for out with the old and in with the new. I literally opened up every single window in the house to let it, you know, aerate a little because I feel like um, it's a bit stale (laughs) from fall and winter. I feel like sometimes I'm breathing in the air um, from last fall. I know that is not, not really reasonable, but it's a new year. It's 2023. I know we got through like the, the first three months of it. We're in the fourth month month. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe how much like the year has like kind of flown by a little bit, but like, I really don't notice a change in my schedule because we really don't have that much going on, right? Like the events are really for spring, summer, and late fall. Um, January, February, March, I feel like that's a breather period where we can um, reflect, journal, see what we want to do. I personally went through all of our fall and winter stuff. Um, The clothes, I literally, I donated four huge bags of clothes um, just because I am kind of just done with it. Same with like the winter air in the house. Like I'm done with some of these clothes that no longer serve me, no longer fit me good. I am just, I'm trying to embrace myself and not in the mindset of, okay, I'll keep this when I look like this or when I'm in this period of life. But instead like 
just dressing for myself right here, right now, um, and the things that I want to do. I also have huge, I'm working on it. I'm not like going to be, um, uh, glued to the statement anymore. Commitment issues. Oh my gosh. Like I feel like I know today I'm wearing black on black on black with like brown Burks. I love black. I do. I think part of me feels so comfortable in it because it's easy to match. I don't really have to think about it. Um, and I really strayed away from color and I just decided that I am going to incorporate more color into my closet and into my life. I feel like I have a very neutral life and I do like the neutral, the neutrality. <laughs> That's not a word. I do like neutrals. Okay. Don't get me wrong. And I think that for me, like it's a very clean feeling to have neutrals around, to have black, to have all of those things. But I feel like I need just a little bit more color. I don't know. Maybe I'm coming to life this year. I feel like maybe the past couple years I haven't really been truly living and I'm ready to start living again. I'm ready to just embrace everything that comes my way. I've been dressing and shopping for my most highest self, the person that I want to be. Um, and I, I think to dress yourself in a way that is appropriate for that. Um, it is, um, called energy hacking where you like have your clothes, um, it, in the mood that you want to be because think about it if we wear sweats and a sweatshirt like we're ready to get cozy on the couch and watch movies that's energy hacking even though we might feel like all over the place like personally when I am at work like I'm I'm over here and I'm over there and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and then I need to like come back to center and I need to rest and relax then I put on my cozy comfortable clothes because I'm ready to be in that energy same with if you want to be in high energy, you want to feel like the best, you want to feel beautiful, um, you're going to be wearing something that is bold and, and um, really exciting colors. And uh, today I was in the get shit done mode. So I have my uh, leggings on and um, a little tank top and my Lululemon jacket because honestly, I have become a Lululemon whore. And I know that like, it's been around for a while. Some people like it. Some people don't. The leggings I'm wearing right now, I literally tore a hole in. Um, and I feel like the hole has gotten smaller. Like I literally, uh, I was like, okay, there's a hole in the fabric. I'm going to have to like go take them in, get them cut into biker shorts. Like it'll be fine. But I feel like the hole has gotten smaller. It definitely has not gotten bigger. I don't even notice it. Um, I just feel like, yeah. I could go spend money on uh, leggings from Amazon and all, all of the leggings that I have literally have started to pill or disintegrate or just not real good material. But like I've had these for two years now and they have not failed me and I tore a hole in them. Like I just, I love it. I bought two more leggings uh, last weekend um, <laughs> we'll get into the, the, the color of leggings. Well, I'll just tell you now. I'll just tell you now. I am a black girly. I love black on black on black. Like it is my favorite thing. I'm trying to incorporate more color. I'm trying to incorporate into the person that I want to be someone who is bold, who is not scared of commitment, not scared of color. 
and I bought bright red leggings, bright red leggings. And I've been wanting them for so long, but I was just like, you know what? Like I can wear them with a black top because for me, I want the most versatile versatility with all of my clothing. Like I want to be able to mix and match and, and another problem that I have is in my closet. Like if the colors are clashing, like I, and like when I go shopping, like the colors have to have a theme. So like if I'm buying dresses and the dresses don't look good in my shopping cart, I like put a dress back. So it matches the theme. I've always been big on theme, um, <laughs> but it, it has been helpful to put like the clothes in red and black and, and pink and yellow not being afraid of color. Um, and so that's what I've been trying to do, but yeah, I got bright red leggings because I feel like my most confident highest self would be wearing red leggings because they're bold. They're sassy. They're amazing. Like they are just, when I see other girls wear them, I'm like, Oh man, I really want a pair of like red leggings with like little white tennis shoes and maybe like a little black top. Like, I feel like that's so cute. But in my head, I'm like, that is three different colors. You're wearing white and red and black. Even though when I, like I didn't get into this sort of thinking until I got into like the job that I'm in and I wear black all the time. So I'm like, oh, it has to be I'm very monochromatic right now, like very monochromatic. Um, and I feel like that just doesn't suit me anymore. I need to be pushed out of my comfort zone. I need to be pushed to color and, and living vibrant and um, black. I still will always love black, but I feel like I just need a little bit more color um, because I feel the most good in color sometimes. I don't know. I'm trying to get over some body issues that I have um, with dressing in color because I feel like black minimizes. It's a very slimming color um, and I don't sometimes want to take up space. And so I feel like when I'm in a color and I stand out, I'm taking up too much space or I feel like it's a costume and I feel like people are going to look at me too much, but people looking at you and taking up space is not a bad thing. And that's personally like a confidence, um, tribulation trial tribulation that I'm working through is it's okay to wear color. It's okay to stand out. It's okay to, you know, um, if you're in yellow and someone else is in a different color and you don't quite match like at the table, like it's fine. Um, not every single moment needs to be like perfectly photogenic. So for me, I'm like, okay, it's all right to wear bright green. It's okay to have yellow. It's okay to have orange. I'm able to take up space. I'm able to wear the colors that I want. And it's all right if maybe it doesn't completely suit my skin tone. Um, because I personally, like, I want to do the color wheel. And I feel like I know the colors that look good on me. And I, like, know the colors I like to wear. And sometimes they match and sometimes they don't. But it's having the confidence, like, you can wear either color and still feel really, really good. Because I am all on the journey of feeling the most confident um, of myself and and also just trying to envision what my highest self would wear. And so you cannot have change of like the good, happy things and like keep all the bad things, right? When we are craving change in our life and we're like, oh, we want to do this and we want to do this and we want to have this, like those are all big changes. And so when we have big changes, we cannot stay the same. As much as we would like to stay the same, when we're encouraging growth and opportunity in our life, which right now I am in a very 
very growth mindset um, place in my life. And so for me, I'm like, okay, if I want things to change, if I am taking these huge uncomfortable steps, like not everything can stay the same. So I can't wear the clothes I've always worn and expect the same result, right? I can't do the things I've always done and expect the same result. I'm going to have to start getting, um, uh, uncomfortable. And I felt like even though this seems like a very, um, (laughs) inconsequential, oh my gosh, that's not even a word, inconsequential, I can't even say that, um, small, even though it's very minuscule, very small, like it is still, like it's a big deal for me. Um, and I also like, I don't know, like I just, when there's too many things in my closet, I get overwhelmed. And so that's why it helps me like doing the donation, putting away the fall and winter clothes, and then bringing out the spring clothes. And I also think it makes me um, more excited to open it up because I'm not seeing those clothes every single day. It's kind of um, the theory of you don't know what you have until you lose it. And so by putting in a box, I'm losing it for, I don't know, six months or five months, four months, whatever. Um, you know, that the weather temperature changes, I'm losing it for that amount of time. And so it's almost like going shopping where I open it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this amazing, cool thing. I forgot I had this. Um, instead of like overlooking it every single day and thinking, oh, I'll wear that when I get the chance. Oh, I'll wear that where I'm more confident. I'll, I'll wear this like in the, in the summertime. But instead, like I'm putting it in the box and I don't get to see it and I forget about it because out of sight, out of mind. And I, <laughs> there was several things. I forgot I had this like purpley dress. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute because we are we have like so many weddings coming up. And so I've been shopping for, um, dresses for the wedding season as well. And I am like trying to base it off of the invites that we received on, okay, like it looks like their theme is very natural, like greens and blues and pinks is what's on the invite. So that's what I'm going to try to wear. Um, this last, we just celebrated Garrett's cousin, uh, Sawyer got married to, uh, Felicia and they just had their wedding. It was beautiful. Um, their invite was black, red, and green. So I was like, okay, like it's black and red. Um, and like the greens was like the floral, like it it was like rose with a green leaf. Okay. So I seriously, I pulled out every single piece of clothing I had in my closet. I was like, should I wear this? Should I wear this? And it is in between, like, although it is spring, it's officially spring. Um, we've had some chilly days, but like the sun is shining. And so on the day of the wedding, the sun was out. It was beautiful, but it was a little chilly. And so the dress that I um, was planning on wearing and the one I felt most comfortable in was black, <laughs> but it was like this little spaghetti strap black dress. And then I packed like a green dress that I had bought two weekends ago from the MKT sale. And, um, then I packed the purple dress that I had forgotten about. And I was like, okay, like I'll put all of those in and we'll just see how it goes. 
but I ended up getting a little bit nervous because the weather was super, super windy. And the black dress I had was on, um, that I had on was like a super, super mini dress. And I was like, all right, like we definitely have to have a little bit of length if I'm going to have a spaghetti strap because it was so windy and it was also chilly. So I was like, all right. Um, we ended up stopping at Target and I got this really, really cute black satin dress. I know it's black, but Okay, so the dress was black. It was cute. It had like a little v-neck. I posted it on Facebook. It's very cute. Um, very like simple. And so I was able to wear like these huge heels that I got um, from ASOS uh, this past winter. They're so freaking cute. And I like painted my toes red. It was it was a moment. It was very romantic. Um, but in my head, I was like, okay, Logan, you're buying a black dress. You always buy black. It, it is just like my, my fallback. And I was like, okay, try to find something that is not black here and i looked around and i found this green watercolor dress and it had huge puffed up sleeves and it was like this little mini dress it was fairious it was princess like it was giving springtime easter because easter is next weekend and so all of the stores around me are um, stocking Easter dresses, which is amazing because I'm trying to plan for summer and not always are there super cute dresses in the summertime. Sometimes they're like super, super skimpy or a little too, um, uh, disco, not disco, like clubbing vibe than like wedding vibe. Um, so I was, I've been stocking up on dresses. I think I've bought at least two dresses every single weekend for the past three weekends. So I've gotten six, seven, eight. I've actually got eight new dresses, um, the past three weeks. So I have some new clothes that I'm ready to wear dressing for my highest self, but I was like, okay, if you're going to buy something black, you got to buy something a little different because, uh, it, I'm opting for that uncomfortable change. I'm opting for that, that extra, okay, like we're getting out of our comfort zone. Um, because you, you have to do it. You have to energy hack. You have to, um, just, dress for yourself and and feel comfortable and confident in those things because the things that you surround yourself with the people your community um the things in your home your clothing the vehicle you drive all of that goes into your life and um i just decided that if i am going to continue seeing people on social media um my favorite is uh <laughs> brooke michio i love her clothing i will see her dresses she just went to cabo and i was looking at her dresses and i was like man that would be i would never wear that or i'm sorry i would never buy that i would never buy that and put it in my closet to think oh my gosh like i'm gonna wear this because it is so vibrant and beautiful. And I'm like, oh, it's not black. You know, it's not black. But I see her wearing all of these like just extravagant dresses. And I'm like, I, I like see her all the time doing this. I want to do this. Like I'm taking the leap. So she's been so much inspiration for me to just like buy the clothing that I want to wear because we can see people on social media or on the, our favorite shows on what they wear or what their houses look like and think, oh my gosh, like one day I'll have that or one day, um, I'll have that. 
<laughs> I know I just said the same sentence twice. One day I'll have that or one day that'll be my life. One day I'll live in a house like that. One day I will look like that. Um, but why wait for the good stuff? Why wait um, to have the things and to surround yourself with the um, items or the people that are going to propel you into that next level of living? And it's little, little things that you can do to just upgrade your life. Um, so then you can also be living in the magic because it's not great to feel jealous all the time. It's not great to live in this um, this like discernment for your life on, oh my gosh, like I'm unhappy. I am not where I want to be. Why, why do we have to wait for someone to come and anoint us and say, you know what? You can have your dream life. All right, you're ready. You took all the time to prepare yourself. Now you're ready. It's been 10, 15 years of you hating your life every single day, hating your job, hating what you wear, hating your friends. But now magically you're going to get everything. No, that's not how it works. It's building upon it every single day on, okay, like I am going to swap out the denim jeans that I wear that don't make me feel super, super confident because they're a little unflattering. Um, they bunch up at my waist. And when I eat a lot of food, it makes it, it's like painful. No, like I'm not going to keep those around until I'm skinny enough to fit into them. I'm going to donate them because one, that's an exchange of energy of, oh my gosh, like I am exchanging this, you know, maybe when I bought them, I fit so good in them, but it's allowing that, okay, like when I wear these now, I don't feel good enough. When I wear these now, like I'm not the most confident. So I'm going to pass them along to someone else who's going to feel the most confident, who's going to feel like, oh my gosh, like this is my higher self, like would wear these jeans, you know, it's that exchange because when you're able to get rid of the old and to let go of it and letting go can be so hard. I have some dresses, you know, that I put into a giveaway pile that I, I went to give to my sister and she went through the stuff that she wanted and they gave me back the stuff she didn't want so then I could go on and donate it. I was like, man, like she didn't like this dress. And I like, literally, there's two dresses that I hung up and put back and said, you know what, maybe I'll learn to love these. And I should have just cut ties with it. But one of them I got when Garrett and I took our engagement photos for the very first time. And it was like February and it was icy cold. And we were in a wheat field. And it was one of my favorite memories ever. And then the second one was on my bridal shower or uh, bachelorette trip. And it's like this little slinky pink dress, this romper. And I'm like, you know what? Like I should get rid of them. But I think these two items, and it's okay to have a few items that you're like, you know what? Like the memories are too strong. It was out of sight, out of mind for a while. I did try to give them away to Lily. She didn't want them. So I'm going to take them and I'm actually going to keep them. I put them in my closet for now another round. We'll see if I wear them. If I don't wear them, I will give them away or maybe I'll put them in a box <laughs> for my daughter one day. And really like my daughter probably like won't even want this crap that I'm saving for her, but you know, maybe one day. So it's that exchange of energy. And we're in, when you are able to like let go of those things, then you're able to get something that will actually serve you and will actually be good. So for me, I've been shopping. I've been getting blazers. I've been getting really, really fun tops. I've been investing the money to invest in my higher self. And so that I feel the most confident and I feel the most ready for the next step. 
And that energy hacking, because when I put on these clothes, I feel good. Like you can tell like on the days that I'm just like running around and I'm like, oh, wear this, like it's black pants, black top, like black boots. Yes, it didn't take me that long to put it together. Like it didn't take my brain that long to, okay, like this is what we're going to wear. But then I have unwashed hair and also maybe... I look a little unkept. Like it's not super, super cute. I know I'm not going to feel as vibrant. I'm not going to feel like my best, highest self in that moment because I'm like, ah, like I'm not wearing like the cute outfit. I'm not wearing the cute things. And I will say, so uh, shifting more into the community aspect of this um, and really the inspiration for the red leggings is uh, this past weekend, I went to a um, Kansas City event. Um, I will, Sydney uh, Morehouse, uh, she put on like this super, super cool um, event with girls. Uh, apparently this was like the third or fourth one, but it is like where they just do different activities. I guess they had one in February that was like a Valentine's Day theme, but essentially we went um, to a workout class and afterwards we just grabbed uh, drinks from Red Door and like if you want appetizers or whatever and we just talked as a community and it, it was girls I've never ever met before nobody knew anybody and we just came and we worked out and and then we went to um to a late lunch honestly it, it was so so inspiring um but when we went there was a girl in these bright red leggings and I just thought thought to myself, I want bright red leggings. Like here she is just rocking it. She looked so good. She was wearing like a black top and these red leggings. And I was like, man, like if she can wear red leggings, like I want to wear red leggings. Um, and it's all who you surround yourself with um, and where you spend the most time at and with who. Because personally, like if I hadn't gone to a workout class, I wouldn't have finally taken the plunge to, okay, red leggings. We are hard launching red leggings. I know that's a small little thing, but the people, because she was an instructor, um, at this spot and she was wearing like the most amazing leggings. I was like, I want to wear leggings and I want to be an instructor. Like I want to have the same energy and that's energy hacking. Like if you can dress yourself in things that you want to be like, then you'll become it. I know that there, you can't just wish it. You actually have to work for it. You actually have to do things to get there. But I was just thinking to myself, you know, like if I hadn't gone to this place, if I hadn't got out of my comfort zone, signed up for an event that I was totally like, honestly, it was like one thing after another. I was, um, at training, uh, in Wichita for part of my job. And I was, um, I said yes to, uh, a happy hour with some of my coworkers, which I didn't feel super, super comfortable to do personally. Like I wanted to journal and go to bed. Um, but I was like, no, like it's a great time to socialize. It's a great time to like go out. Um, and we went out and honestly, like it was a blast. I met some, um, really amazing people in the company that I work for. And it was great to just like hang out with them and, and talk. Um, personally, I go to bed, uh, around nine, nine thirty. That's like the sweet spot for me. That's my favorite time to go to bed. Um, because I like to get up early. I try to 
get up around 4, 4.30, just depends, but in the four o'clock hour, because um, that's when I can get the most done. I can run around like and do all the things. Um, and so I like to go to bed early, but I ended up going to bed around like 10, 10 11 after having like an exhausting previous night because I had my first life speaking event with Sigma Kappa. If you have not listened to uh, the last episode um, all about confidence, um, go listen to that one. It was so great. I talked about the girls' questions that they had, um, but I ended up driving to Wichita after the event, so I didn't get uh, I left my house at like 9.30 p.m., got to Wichita around like uh, 12.30, and then I had to work on um, some paperwork for the the training, and so I didn't end up going to bed until like 2.30, and so to go to bed at 2.30, wake up early to then like have a full day of training, and then like go out and, and talk with like these new co-workers, it was completely out of character for me, but I'm trying to build my community. I'm trying to build relationships and network and just really put myself out there, so I was like, okay, like this is what we got to do. We got to go out. We got to do it. And so um, if I hadn't gone out with them, I wouldn't have gone to bed around, you know, 10, 1030 is when I got back to my hotel room and I got in the shower um, and I was getting out and I was like, you know what, like I'm going to take off my makeup. I am going to like brush my teeth and do my skincare, my routine or whatever. And I decided to scroll on TikTok and I came across her live. Um, and I clicked on her profile and I saw a little bit about what she, um, did. And she is a, um, oh my gosh, a stylist, um, like a fashion stylist where she styles people, um, and the clothing uh, that they wear. And so I looked through all her stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, like how cool is that? And so then I immediately followed her, um, and I commented on her live, like asked her, her advice for like workwear because I'm a working girl. Um, and she, you know, responded back. It was very nice, but then I went to bed. Oh, I forgot to say when I went to her TikTok profile, I also like went to her Instagram, followed her on Instagram. So like it was all like this kind of domino effect, right? Like it was one thing after another, and then it led me to this and then it did this. So if I wouldn't have gone out with my friends or my coworkers, not friends yet, now I think we're friends, but um, if I wouldn't have said yes to that event and then came home and then watched her TikTok and then followed her on Instagram and TikTok, then I would not have seen on her story that she posted that she was doing this live event. And I was like, oh my gosh, like exactly what I am wanting. And it, and it came to me. I was like, oh, you're lying. Like, this is amazing. Did you know we have a golden hour drip email list? Every Friday, I send a bonus episode out. If you want access to this exclusive bonus episode, head to the show notes for instant access to all the fast Fridays. This email list will give you additional early access to all the new exciting things happening in the GHD community. Now back to the show. And I really think that that goes to show that when you start to take the uncomfortable action, it gives a signal to 
the universe, to God, that you are ready for the next steps, that you are ready to get uncomfortable, that you're ready to um, get to that next level. And so I was like, all right, like I took the super, super uncomfortable steps of like going out with people that I did not know to talk with them on a night that I was totally exhausted. And I felt like, oh my gosh, like I was rewarded because then I found this super awesome girl. I wouldn't have watched her live at that point in time if I hadn't got up, right? Like if I wouldn't have gone out and and did the things, right? And so then I was I followed her on Instagram and I saw that she had posted this event and she posted it on like Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. And I knew that my parents were coming in um, for the weekend, and I knew that I had a fundraiser on Friday night. So um, I was uh, a Vanna White for our main street uh, in this small town that I live in, and so I was like, "All right, like it's uh, like it's one thing after another. My parents are coming in. I'm gonna have another late night um, Friday night after the fundraiser, and then my parents. And I did not know how I was gonna coordinate it all, but I." I just felt deep down that I knew that I had to be there. So I bought tickets to the workout event. She had it posted. I was like, yes, okay. Um, and it was just, it was opened up to anybody who just wanted to make friends. I think her handle is let's be friends KC. So go check her out. It was super, super awesome, especially if you're in the Kansas City area. Um, and I was a little unnerved. Like, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna know anybody, but I am put on my favorite black leggings, energy hacking. In this moment, it was black leggings. And um, I got this new seafoam green top and I wear a sports bra underneath. And we had this workout class and it was just so inspiring, honestly. And I feel like we all have these moments in our lives where we just like, it clicks on. Something snaps in our brain. We're like, yes, this is what we want. And I was thinking last time that this happened was at a Carrie Underwood concert where it just like clicked for me. I was like inspired. I was like, yes, like this is amazing. And I feel like it's when people are performing and they're like most highest peaked self where they are just eluding this like energy and confidence and like amazingness. I'm like, yes, like that is what I'm craving. That's what I want. And you're drawn to those people and, um, (laughs) and you start to build, um, your community and you start to build who you're surrounding yourself with and, and the focus that, and, um, attention that you were giving those people. And so I was in this workout class and I was just feeling so inspired, so invigorated. And I think because it was very cardio based, it was like my heart was pumping and I was just feeling so happy and grateful in the moment. And I just was like, this is what life is all about. It is about making the connections. It is about finding community. It is about being fully in the moment and being present. And it was just so, so good. And I was like, ah, this is like, I don't know if it's a sunshine. I don't know if it's a workout class. I don't know if it is the people surrounding me, but I feel like I just popped on Molly. I've never taken any hard drug like that, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like it is exciting. It's invigorating. It's all the things. And, and here they are like just with me. And we ended up going to Red Door afterwards. And honestly, if you've never been to a Red Door, I had the, um, 
uh, hummus and it had pita on one side and then sliced vegetables on the other way. And I was like, this is perfect because I always want to have like the pita, but I feel like I need the vegetables. And the fact that it was half and half, I was like, okay, like this honestly is so freaking good. You have no idea. Like it was literally chef's kiss. Like it was so good. So I'm having the best time ever surrounded by people that I literally have never met before, but just listening to their stories, how they came to Kansas City, if they've been here forever, or if they moved, like so many people were from different states and then they went to college or um, they just decided to move to Kansas City, the jobs that everyone had, the passions, like it was crazy and I literally have never met these girls before but I just felt this instant connection um by sitting with them and talking and it was this event that kind of brought us all together and I don't know how everyone got connected with Sydney but personally for me it was like by chance right like it was just by chance that I was able to um, see it on like Wednesday night, sign up Thursday, Friday, you know, have this, um, super long fundraiser, have my parents come into town. And then Saturday I was right there along with everybody else. Like it was just, it was one of those, this is the perfect situation, right? The perfect storm. And I was like, this literally like was just, it was aligned for a reason. And I just couldn't help but feel so grateful um, for this instant community that I did not have previously. And the steps that I took to get there um, of being uncomfortable and saying yes to those situations and those things, um, because I know that I want to surround myself with people who are like-minded who are chasing after their dreams, who are taking uncomfortable action and who are in it, you know, (laughs) not the people who are just hitting the snooze button or are completely consumed with, you know, low energy vibes. Cause I feel like the people, when you surround yourself with people who are high energy, who are achieving, who are wanting these things and are going after it, it's infectious, right? Like you feel their happiness radiant radiating off of them right like you you just know that they what they say they're gonna do because they just are so enthusiastic and they have this unlimited energy and they're just running 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 towards it in comparison to the people who are more low energy and I honestly I don't know if it's just because I am gonna turn 25 my brain is like almost fully developed like But I am finding that in situations where people are just having discussion on things that I don't really think is relevant or um, I don't really agree with, and sometimes it's like a lot of complaining, a lot of gossiping, a lot of just not nice energy, not nice things, just bringing people down. I personally, like, I don't want to be associated with people who do those things. I don't want to um, be a part of like a mean girl club because that's just not me. I think that everyone has a place in um, 
you know, this world and, and, and all the groups. And I want to make sure everyone eats. Um, that just doesn't mean that everyone should eat at my table, but I want everyone to have a meal. And I feel like some people do not want other people to eat. Like I know that's metaphorically, but they don't want people to be successful in their own areas. They don't want people to be thriving in their own environment. Like she doesn't have to thrive right next to me, but she can at least be thriving in her workplace. We don't have to be best friends, but I want the best for her, right? Like I want nothing but the best for her. I don't want her not to eat or not to be happy or to be depressed. Like that's not who I am as a person. I want everyone to succeed. It just doesn't mean that we have to be best friends. And I feel like some of these people, (laughs) they don't want anybody to succeed who is not in their circle, who is not with them. You're either with us or you are out my way or the highway. Like it's my opinions, my ideas. And I just feel so, so brought down and Maybe you have some people like this in your life who just bring it down and they're so just like, mm, hey, it's like um, a, <laughs> a fungus. I don't know, like in the bottom of your shower. Um, it was cleaning day for me. So like in Garrett's shower, there's like some some uh, soap scum or some water, hard water line. And I'm like scrubbing on it and I scrub at it every single week. I'm always like scrubbing on this like water line, but it keeps coming back. It's like the negative people in my life. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I thought I sprayed you with bleach last week, but sometimes they just pop up and I could either spend a whole lot of energy thinking about them or I could just take my bleach, spray it up, spritz, 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 scrub them away and wash them down the drain, you know? So the people who you are surrounding yourself with, the people that you are spending the most time with, energy with, it can be so small as your workplace environment. It could be the coffee shop that you visit every single day. I visit the best coffee shop ever. Um, (laughs) The barista there. Uh, Sarah is so sweet, so kind. I love you, Sarah. A little shout out for you. Um, But if I were to go to a coffee shop that wasn't like super positive, that was kind of like closed-minded, that wasn't really friendly, I like to work on my lunch break and like my hobbies and my passions or like bring my computer. I like to stay for a while, my hour-long lunch break. (laughs) But if it was like an environment where they were like, oh, like, why is she here again? No, like it's welcoming. It's an infectious energy that you want to be around. Um, It can be your friend group. Maybe there's one person in the group who always brings you down. Like it, it literally take an audit of your life and find where the people who are bringing you up, who are bringing joy, who are bringing positivity, who want the best for you um, and the best for the people around them. Because when you are in that high energy of, okay, like everything that is meant for me will come to me. Everything that is meant for you will come to you. And, you know, we're, we're all on this happy little planet to have the human experience and to grow and develop as people, to have these experiences, to have community, to love one another, and to try every single day to just be a little bit better. So for me personally, like I'm going to try to be a little bit better. So the people that I'm surrounding myself with are also on the same trajectory. They're not the people who are bringing me down. (laughs) One great individual 
um, who has came into my life and has, you know, um, wanted to continuously, um, achieve and progress is Jenny Snap. She is a great representative a representation of that because she is always striving to be the best. If you have not listened to Jenny and I's episode, go check that out. Um, I believe, oof, I don't know, it was probably three or four weeks ago, um, but you can scroll. Okay, I know you can scroll. You can find Jenny Snap. Listen to that episode because she is just so um, inspiring and has like such a great professional and personal relationship. Like it's just it's phenomenal. So she's an individual that I want to move a little closer to. I want to spend more time with her. Um, although both of our lives are completely crazy, like that's someone that I'm drawn to. Now it can slowly, um, kind of crowd out (laughs) the individuals that I might spend time with who aren't like that, who are more negative, who, don't really care about personal growth, who always have something negative to say. And, you know, it's not that I don't want to hang out with them anymore. It's just, that's not the place that I am in my life right now. Um, people who are super hypercritical of others, um, cause I know that that's a reflection of how they feel on the inside. Um, that's just not something that I want to, surround myself with because it it's just it's toxic and they know tox toxic environments toxic uh relationships like that word is thrown around so much but i think if we actually think about the word toxic and what it means like this is like super villain toxic sludge like If you can think back to Marvel or DC or any of that, like usually the villain was like has a villain origin story, right? Like um, Catwoman, even though she's like kind of on the edge, bad girl, kind of on the edge of like being good. She was um, put into a vat of um, poison essentially. Like that's toxic. Same with like the Joker. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Like just, if you really think about the word toxic and what that does to your mind, body, spirit, your personality, like your energy levels, like if you really like just think about toxic because it's so thrown around so much, I don't think that we fully understand like what that means, but it's poison. It's, it's, killing you like toxic literally is killing you um if you see like the little bottles it says like toxic and it's a skull and like crossbones right like the bones are crossed death you don't want to be dying inside and i know that is like a super super like uh if you hang out with um maybe a friend who gossips like it's death, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's little things, it's little ticks. And when you are trying to move towards growth and move towards that greater purpose that I know you have inside of you, you cannot allow other people to just like sap at that, right? Like, because people who are toxic are usually soul sucking, vapid people, right? 
everyone can grow, everyone can move past this. I know personally for myself, I maybe have been that toxic person. I know I've been that toxic person. I know that I've been the villain in someone else's story. You cannot always be perfect, the hero all the time, right? Like sometimes you are gonna be that friend that you are negative Nancy. I know the last two weeks, I haven't been like super chatty, haven't been super, super positive. And I had to apologize to my bestie Madison (laughs) um, and said, hey, like, I'm really sorry. Like I'm being negative this week, this day, like this thing, I have a lot of things, a lot going on. Um, But I think you, what you have to decide is, is this a personality trait or is this just like a little rocky patch, right? Like, did you have a bad day? Is it just a bad moment? Is it a bad week or is it a bad life? No, it's not a bad life. It's never a bad life. But you, like we all have been not nice people, right? Like we've all had those periods of time where we were the toxic friend or we weren't super nice. (laughs) We've all had those moments. I'm definitely not perfect. I know that you can come back from it though. Like you can grow from it and you just have to decide, okay, is this friend having a bad week or is this a personality trait? Are they trying to work really hard on changing it and moving past it? Or is this pretty much their MO, right? So, um, you're, you're going to have times where you don't feel like that super good bubbly person. Um, but if you have people surrounded, you know, around you who are, not super nice, who are also toxic, not happy. Like when you're in a toxic mood, like misery loves company. So everybody is going to feed off that if they are also like in that mindset and also like not super um, positive personal growth kind of people. If they're more in the like, oh, everything sucks. Like I'm in a bad mood, like super sour. When you're in a bad mood, what are they going to do? They're going to continue to pull you into that bad mood because misery loves company. So they are going to want to amplify your feelings. They're going to want to say, yes, like that sucks. Like everything sucks. Like we shouldn't even try or that person is so mean or yeah, you're really dumb when you went up on that presentation and you made a fool of yourself. Like they they feed into it and they want to like make you feel just as bad because they want to feel better about their situation. They, they feel bad about their situation. And so they want to drag you down because your situation also is bad. And they're like, ah, they, they've like, their energy levels have slumped down to mine too. Like now we're on the same, like life is shitty, um, metric, (laughs) But if you have friends who are positive, who are uplifting, who are happy and and genuinely want the best for you, when you drop down, when your energy levels are not optimal, when you feel like you've been beaten down, maybe you had that presentation you did not do as well as you wanted to, or you had a fight with your, your parents and you're feeling really low, the people that you surround yourself with is how long you're going to stay in that feeling. So if you have people who are uplifting, who are always looking for the positive, who are looking for the reason of the pain, who are just on the more positive side of things, they're going to be the one to tell you, Hey, like, I understand, like, this did not go the way you wanted. I feel bad. I'm sorry. This has happened to you. How can we learn from this? Like, what can we do better? Is it something we did? Cause they always like put you 
in the same boat as them, right? Like they're always with you. It's never you. It's always we. I love those kind of people who, when you're in the trenches, they're in the trenches with you um, to help pull you out. So they're always like, okay, what can we do better? Even if it, they didn't do anything, it's always like, what can we do better um, to help, right? Um, and they're always, you know, inspiring you to be better, inspiring you to stand up and, and try again when you fail. Um, and, and helping you move past like this emotional turmoil or this bad moment. So then you can rise up again and you can be that, that better self and you can take on the next day and you don't have to stay suck stuck in this really low yucky feeling because they're going to bring you up because they are going to help inspire you to do more and to be more. And they're not going to keep you and like press you down to this lower level. So that's why I personally like have just been striving to really surround myself with those people that love me and the people who are, um, you know, encouraging and who are on the same thought process as me. Because when you have those people who you feel immediately energized by and inspired by, it makes you feel in this energy level of so much happiness and, and so much like, um, motivation, right? Because motivation is definitely like hit or miss. Like you're either going to have it or not. But if you surround yourself with people, if you've ever gone to a conference or a concert or a training or, um, a camp, a sleepaway camp or anything, you always feel so energized and amazing, in that environment because it's a positive environment and and everyone is just so high energy and then when you get home you're like you feel this high energy and then you look around and your house isn't exactly how like that was and the people aren't as energized as you are and you know your friends they didn't experience the same thing that you experienced and so they're not on the same trajectory as you and they don't they don't understand and and it can be like this kind of discerning, oh my gosh, like what's going on? I'm losing momentum because you don't have someone to help you keep that momentum. Because honestly, if you just stay super isolated and you're working on your dream and you're working on that thing, it is so siloing. Like you just feel so alone. And I don't think that we're meant to be alone. I don't think that we're meant to do it by ourselves. Like I think that we are meant to have community and fellowship and and talk to other people and bounce ideas off one another and have those connections um because I mean that's human nature, right? Like that's why we have social media because we want to feel connected at, at so many levels and I think at one hand like that social media can be kind of isolating to some, but others, it, it opens up a whole new world of individuals to meet and connect with. And I think it's when we shift offline, right? Like we can shift it offline and we can have that, that conversation because that's exactly what, um, Sydney, Sydney did, you know, she had this online thing and then she shifted it from online to an event and a, and a thing. So, um, for me, like, that is truly inspiring when you can take something offline and, and have that connection and have that community and, and talk to people and have those new connections. And it, it honestly has this whole entire quarter, I guess, because I think it started, you know, in November, December, where I was thinking to myself, you know, I just 
really would like to step outside my comfort zone and to do things I'm not super, super comfortable with and, and doing things that I've never done before. Um, because that goes back to the, okay, if you, if you want the change and you want to chase after the things that are you've never had before, you're going to have to do things that you've never done before to welcome it. Because if we want change, we actually have to change. We cannot hold so tightly onto the things that we've always had. We're going to have to let them go, right? Like we're going to have to um, allow those other things to come in. And so that's, that's where everything gets a little shaky when, when we have that change. But I knew for myself, okay, like I'm wanting this uncomfortable action. Like I'm alerting everyone and um that I am I'm ready for the next step and so um I honestly like have an event in May that I'm going to in Austin Texas I'm so excited um but that's like an uncomfortable action for me I am one spending money for tickets I'm spending money for a plane ticket I'm spending money for a hotel room and I am just getting myself there right and then that is going to bring connection um that is going to bring individuals i'm going to be you know by myself essentially i'm going to be meeting other people and and that is uncomfortable action um i joined a um a community online and so that's uncomfortable action i'm making those connections i think personally for me the um change from from college into like post grad was super super rocky for me because it was in the period of covid and so it was like a hard a hard stop like a hard okay like um sorority is isn't like in its easy transition like school like it was just like very very abrupt and so for me i'm i'm getting back into that okay like building community outside of school one it's it's so tough to find friends outside of school right and so like I've been trying to make connections at the coffee shop I've been um if I'm waiting in line for food last week I was waiting um at the Chinese um spot for some takeout and and I was reading my book and and there was um an individual right next to me and I started talking to him and it turned out that he um was in the same fraternity as my husband and my husband is an advisor for them and it was like that immediate connection I would never have known that if I wouldn't have like stopped reading my book to talk to him um and just meeting people honestly um and and trying to find those people who light you up and have the same magnetic energy that you're looking for because really everyone is craving some kind of connection and you never know who you might meet um and what they will bring into your life because sometimes the answers that we are looking for are literally tied to someone else. If you've ever played like any sort of like game where it's um, journey like, it's like, okay, like we're walking through the forest and then we meet this, um, this man who's like a Sherpa 
And usually when we finally get to the Sherpa, the Sherpa has exactly what we're needing for like the next steps in our journey. It's only when we like actually stop to talk to the Sherpa, then we're like, oh, that's finally the clue that we've been looking for because we have been walking inside this house forever, trying to get out to find the like berries that we can make the whatever. I've not honestly played games like that for the longest time, but usually in those games, it's like the person that you stop and talk to has exactly what you are needing. More times than not, the people that I have talked to somehow, like we have a connection and it's been exactly what I have been like looking for. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I hadn't taken that uncomfortable action to try and connect, to try and build that community, then I would have never been in the situation that I am right now. Um, And I think that's also on the thinking that everything happens for a reason. And there's no, um, no, um, reason to beat yourself up about it. Oh, I should have talked to that like Sherpa before, um, in the game, whatever, or I should have talked to this person before that person in my class or that person I always see, um, at the library or at the gas station at the same time. Like we're always getting our fuel together. Um, but like everything happens at the exact time that's supposed to happen. So there's no need to rush it. No need to like get all bent up about it. But, It's when you are seeking out this community and surrounding yourself with the people that are going to lift you up, surrounding yourself with the things that are going to make you happy, you know, like creating the life that you want to live. Honestly, like it starts as soon as you realize, hey, like I want to make the change for me personally, like I went to make the change. I started cleaning, cleaning out of all of my clothes, you know, <laughs> like that, that was that, that shift for me. Or I, um, signed up for, you know, the Austin, Texas event or signed up for the, um, let's be friends KC event. Like it's when you acknowledge and say, Hey, like I'm ready to do something I've never done before. That's going to bring the opportunities and the new things in your life that you've never had before. So, even right now, listening to this podcast, it's that unconscious, okay, like I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to make connections. Then by law of attraction, those things are going to start coming into your life and you're going to start having those connections and that the realizations of, oh my gosh, like this is exactly what I was needing in this time period. Um, and that is why community and the people you surround yourself with is so, so important. And to just honestly be, be open to that community aspect, because if you're anything like me, things have been a little rocky the past three years. And you're like, oh my gosh, like maybe your community has been broken or maybe you've taken really big leaps already and, and you're in a new city or a new environment, a new workplace, and, and you're feeling a little uh, ostracized. You're feeling a little, uh, um, uh, by yourself, right? Like, I don't know. You're feeling by yourself and it's okay because we all feel those ways sometimes. And I think when we feel uncomfortable and, and we are pushed by the loneliness or, or the, the, um, excitement for change, that's when we can really, really open up our world and, and, new things await. (laughs) And I think with springtime for me, like I'm just ready for those new things. I'm ready for the adventure of this year. So 
I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to uh, send it to a friend who you think might you might want in your community. <laughs> it could be like a great conversation starter. Oh my gosh, did you love the episode? I love the episode. Let's go talk about it. So thank you so much for listening and until next time. Bye.